Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so very much for joining into another adventure in the spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky, and I'm having the most fun of my life uh, reaching out around the world through the media ministry. Last night, we had an incredible webinar with amazing people on the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you guys to go to our website, firebornministries.com. We have free resources available for you whether it's five-day prophetic activation or a spirit-empowered Bible study guide and numerous other things. But don't forget to subscribe and share Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky and share this. You know, I love to live stream on social media. We have this going out in multiple places and reaching out to the far corners of the world, even in Pakistan right now as we speak uh, on numerous uh, social channels. So guys, this is amazing what God is doing uh, through people, and especially my guest today, Apostle Kathy Coppola. She's anointed. She's fiery. I mean, wow, what God is doing in her and through her is exciting. So Apostle Kathy is the senior pastor and the apostle at the House of Glory in California. She's authored numerous books, which you should get. She's the founder of Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network TV and Kathy Coppola International Ministries. She's traveled around the world, numerous nations, sharing the love of Jesus, ministering in signs and wonders, bringing healing and and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So just even backstage, she's on fire. So please help me welcome Kathy, Apostle Kathy Coppola to Adventures in the Spirit. Kathy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. It is my honor. I am in awe of the Spirit of the Living God, but thank you so much, man of God, for the invitation. You're so very welcome. I'm excited, you know, uh, about what God is doing in you, through you. I've listened in to some of your podcast episodes. Uh, I've seen your videos. Uh, it's, it's amazing. You've got a love for the Lord, love for the yeah. Holy Spirit, the wonderful Holy Spirit, my best friend. You know, I, whew, man, just, I love him. He's my, my most favorite topic of all time every day. Uh, Kathy, I'd love to know how God called you, how the Holy Spirit called you into intimacy, into encountering Jesus. Oh my goodness. Lord, how did the Lord call me? Great question. 
um, the Lord, I was raised Catholic and it's, at you know, some point in my, in my walk, you know, realizing, but I don't know this, this God that, you know, has been uh, told to me my whole life, but it's interesting because I always felt like I loved God, but I never really didn't know him. And, you know, we, I got married fairly young. I got married at, um, at 19 years old, met my husband at, at 17 years old, got married at 19. And we had, you know, children right away. We have four children, four beautiful adult children. We've got three grandbabies now. God is good. And so we've been married 36 years, but you know, life has, you know, it's not always easy when you get married that young and you don't know God. So, um, you know, the Lord um, started to draw me into his presence, literally, like I would feel the, the wooing of the Holy Spirit. Um, I didn't really have language for it back then, but I knew that I knew that I knew that this was the spirit of the living God. So through a series of events, um, I heard the voice of the Lord say, move to California. We lived in, Cal in Arizona, move to California. I'm doing a new thing, a new generation. And I just knew it was the voice of God. Don't ask me how but I just knew. And so the Holy Spirit was drawing us to leave everything and everyone that we knew. My family thought that I was complete nuts, just crazy, you know, this, you know, but I had to obey what I knew was God, even though I did not quite know him yet. We did obey. We moved here. No, we knew not a soul. My husband got a job out here. We had one child at the time. And there is where the Lord began our journey here in California, away from everything that was familiar, away from anybody that we could have just leaned on. I had to learn to lean on the power of God. So, Amen. yeah. So, you know, fast forwarding, um, our marriage was immediately, you know, instantly after two years already on the rocks and, um, you know, divorce was in our near future. And so, um, but the Holy Spirit, intervened and sent somebody and said to me, and I didn't know this was a scripture yet. Cause remember I wasn't saved yet, but he said, this person said, um, God wants your obedience, not your sacrifice. Never heard that before, but because the word is alive, That's right. I knew in my spirit that, sh that this person was correct. That I, that if I just obey God, like I was raised Catholic, you know, I, I know good from, you know, right from wrong and all that, all this. So I had a, a you know, good, a healthy conscience as to what was right. I knew if I just obeyed God, that this was going to work out. And so I just took him at that word, you know, and that night I actually gave my life to the Lord based on that scripture. Wow. I literally gave my life to the Lord in tears, realizing that because the salvation plan of salvation was explained to me. And so I was like, wow, all this time, this is what I've been looking for. I didn't know. I just knew that I was looking for love, right? In all the wrong places. And so the Lord started to, I said yes to the Lord and received him as, as my savior. My husband had done so already a year prior. And so we were both now walking with the Lord, uh, beginning our journey that is. And three years later into my walk was when I said to my husband, there's more. He says, what do you mean there's more? I said, I don't know, but there's more. I heard someone talk about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he says, no, we already have the Holy Spirit. We're saved. And I said, yes, but there's more. So anyway, we went to this church and that I had heard about and moving in the Holy Spirit. And I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and everything changed for me. Oh, wow. I got filled with the power of God. Literally, when I got baptized, it happened to be a water baptism as well, but I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And when I came up out of the waters, I literally saw heaven open. I saw the clouds part. I felt this power surge into me like 
never before. I had always struggled with depression. I had always struggled with suicidal thoughts. I had suicide attempts ever since I was young. I always remembered it carried into my um, early, you know, adult years. And, um, and so there was a lot of things that I was dealing with. And, uh, but that moment when the, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I literally saw the the clouds part. I felt something come inside of me. It was the power of God. I was electrified. I was changed forever at that moment. And I knew it. This joy came into me. I mean, I had never been joyful. Now I'm full of joy. My joy is in the Lord. I love Jesus with all my heart. I am radical for him. I, you know, I'm a lay down lover of the King. I always like to tell people because of everything he has done for me. What, why wouldn't I want to give him my all? He's done everything for me and I will be eternally grateful to him. So I get baptized wow. in the Holy Spirit. Now I'm radical. Like I just went like from, you know, I did like a, a 180, you know, and um, from that point on, the enemy certainly came against our family in many, many ways, uh, attacked us left and right. But I had this love for Jesus, for the spirit of the living God. And it sustained me. He sustained me. So he'd be drawing me. I would hear my name come away with me. There was craziness and chaos all around me, but yet I would just go for hours in the presence of God. This is where I can, this is where I gained everything, my strength, just everything, who I am in the presence of the Lord, in the secret place. He would call my name. I would feel him stroke my hair. There were times wow. in the midst of difficulties. He kissed my lips. I know it. There was no one else in the room. I thought, what? I thought the door was locked. You know, I opened my eyes and the door was locked and no one was in there. But Jesus came in and kissed me on the lips and I knew it. Wow. I felt it and I heard it. There was, there's so many encounters with the King that he, he did for me, you know, visions and encounters. And my life has been marked out by encounter after encounter after encounter. He taught me to study the word of God, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to love the word of God, to move by the power of God's spirit. You know, who am I but a lovesick lover of Jesus, right? That's a, who we are. We are, we're nothing without him, but with him, oh my goodness, like we're, God can do all things if you just give him your all. He'll do everything through you. He will, he'll lift you up. He'll give you the boldness. He'll give you the strength. He'll give you vision. He'll give you sight. He'll give you purpose. He'll give you joy. He'll heal that marriage. He'll restore those children. You know, he'll cause you to move in, in the gifts and the callings that he's called you to move in. Or if you just lay it all down and surrender and trust in him. That's right. And that's what he taught me to do over a span of years, of course. That's exciting. Uh, during this time, were you in the ministry or uh, was that before the ministry? And then uh, how did you get launched into doing what you're doing now? That's a good question. So the first, you know, 17 years of my of my walk, I I um, homeschooled the four, our four children. So grateful that I did. I bless was, you. My wife does the same thing. I bless <laughs> you. <laughs> and it was great. And I loved having kids and I love ministering to the children. And, I, and that was, was my call. It's what I did. It was my calling. And I took my calling very seriously. I taught them the word of God. We went, obviously all the other studies, but we, our family was just growing and, and the bonds that we have now is because of what we did back then. I'm so, I'm, I'm convinced of it. When that season was starting to end and they were going to college and such, um, the Lord, I had a vision. I had this vision and the Lord said, I want you. And I saw it in bold letters. Um, he said, prayer for reconciliation and restoration. 
He said, uh, pray for your family. Thursday mornings, 10 a.m. He told me where to have it, told me the two people to invite. All I had to do was obey the heavenly vision. And so I did in fear and trembling. I started the, the prayer meeting. I was super shy. I was so insecure, so super shy. You know, I did not want to lead anything. And so, uh, but I was not going to disobey my Lord, which I love so right. much. And I was going to do whatever he called me. I told him that a long time ago, no matter what, I will do whatever you tell me to do. Well, be careful. That's a powerful statement and powerful prayer. <laughs> he might call you to it. And, um, and so, but I did, I just stepped out. I invited the two people that he told me in this vision to invite. We started a prayer meeting um, in, for our families. And, and you know, I didn't have any Facebook. There was no social. I mean, I'm, there was, but I didn't use it. Uh, but slowly but surely, word of mouth, people just started coming more and more and more. We outgrew the building, the room that we were in. We had to go to another one. You know, men, women were coming. Then the Lord says, bring your guitar. I want you to start out with worship. Then after that, he says, I want you to bring a word, you know, in other words, prepare a message, you know, and, wow. and then he was telling, I want you to start praying for people. He just slow, step by step, he just directed me to do each and everything that we now see. So there was like seven years of that prayer meeting. We went on for seven years faithfully, you know, searching the word of God and writing out scriptures and bringing them and standing on the word and praying for our families. And then in the year, seventh year goes by. And it's looking like a church. It sounds like a church. The Lord says, it is a church. I want you to add a night service. You know, and then obedience into that. I had to, you know, just obey, just obey in fear and in trembling. I mean, I had to get over all of my, you know, doubts and all of my reservations. And I prayerfully, you know, went and, and I did. I mean, I don't just flippantly. I prayerfully took everything that he told me to do and said, Lord, you need to help me with this. You need to help me with this. What about this? And and he's faithful. So he he is faithful. He he taught me that if you just obey me, if you just obey me, trust me at my word. He said to me this thing because I said, Lord, what will my ministry look like? And and I said, or he said, he said, you will teach and you will preach, but you're going to be known for signs and wonders. I said, mm. oh no. Lord, I don't want that. I want a respectable ministry like Joyce Meyer. Mm. And then immediately I went, oh, forgive me, Lord. No, no, no. I want what you want for me. Because so see, good. I had to die to myself. I had to die to the fear of man. That's what I had to die to, the fear of man. A respectable ministry? Because you know in the Holy Ghost, you look crazy. Yes. <laughs> and so I could care less <laughs> now. But back then... I cared. I was like, oh no, Lord. But then I said, no, I repent. I want what you have for me. I'm so glad I said that. (laughs) And so, yeah, slowly he started, you know, and now, so in the eighth year, we started House of Glory, which is the church God had me plant. And um, it's our fifth year anniversary for the church here coming up a couple months. And I'm just in awe of what God does. Signs, wonders, you know, so many healings, deliverances, people get saved. But God is glorified and Mm. lives are being changed. And I am eternally grateful to all that he's entrusted me to do. So from intimacy with Jesus, you know, I know that that's where we we try to abide in the vine, abide in his presence. And then the anointing is poured out upon us, you know, and we're carriers of the presence. But how have you seen God change lives even recently through signs and wonders? 
um, so many testimonies through intimacy with Jesus. This is where we walk. If you want to hear what, what is the father doing, be intimate with Jesus, be okay. so connected, so intertwined with him that it's like, you know, heaven comes down here to earth that we would actually pull heaven down here to earth to actually function and operate in a realm that is of the spirit, not of the natural. And so God's taught me how to do that, how to be present in a group of people, but actually, but actually so focused on the Lord that I can actually bring down that power, that gift, that anointing that he would flow through. So some examples of some things that he has done. Um, well, we had a five-year-old little boy that came and he had never, um, he was deaf and mute deaf and mute. Mom brought him, never spoke, never heard. Um, and she brought him, he had hearing aids in. They took the hearing aids out. I just laid my hands upon his ears. And in faith, there's something that just happens. And it's the power of God. You lay your hands upon the sick, as the Bible tells us to lay our hands upon the sick and they shall recover. You, I laid my hands upon his ears and I look up I look up to the lover of my soul. I look up to Jesus. Why? Because I know it's the strength that I have as him. The power is all him. The healer is him. I get to look up and he knows what I'm about ready to ask. And he's actually already brought it forth. So I just, in faith, and I can feel the power go through my hands. I can feel the surge go through my hands and touching this little boy's ears. Many times it's like electricity. And so the power of God, and, I, and that's why many times you'll hear me say, if you watch live, there it is, there it is. Why? Because I can feel it flowing so through. Good. And so he, his ears, so I said, okay, check his ears, do something that, you know, to check his ears to his mom. She covers her mouth. So he's not lip reading. And she says some things to him. She says his name. She says, Jesus. And she says, repeat, repeat what I just said. And this little boy that had not spoken repeated what she just said with her mouth covered so he could not lip read. I mean, people there were like in, like in awe and just in tears. But that's not the first time. And that's certainly not the only, you know, miraculous healing. Blind eyes opening. Like so, so many times we have this this um, jockey that came in um, and he he was blind and legally blind in one eye. And obviously that was going to cost him his career. You know, um, I couldn't even put that video out at first because of some of the things, um, because of, of his, what he did. Um, mm. but when, when we, when I prayed for him, his sight was restored. He was able to see clearly. I mean, there are so many, we've had lots of people that have had their sight recovered. Um, we've had legally blind people. One was 19 plus years. One was 12 years. I mean, so many people, you know, blind eyes, seeing peripheral vision, then, you know, see, now they see the thing that I love about this is uh, we had a testimony of a, of, of, um, of a man that came and he had been, he had peripheral blindness since he was seven years old. Now, of course he's in his, he was in his forties and because I have a tumor that was pressing on, on, in, on his brain. So it was pressing on that, on his optical nerve and it was causing peripheral blindness, but he came to the service and when I laid my hands on him, power surged through the, the man literally jolted forward, not backwards. He went forward, landed facing the carpet. I knew God was healing him. God was wow. healing him. All right. He got up. His sister was there 
And when he starts to testify that he could see, his sister starts to cry and cry. And I'm like, why? What? You know, yes, you're crying, but tell me the story. Clearly there's more. She said he has not been able to see peripherally since he was seven years old. We've taken him everywhere. We were all in tears. We were all in tears. What I didn't know was somebody was watching that live stream, lives out in Anaheim, and she too had blindness in one eye wow. so she can't she came the next week and she said i saw the testimony of patrick being healed and i too have something going on with my eye and you know and and blind blind blindness on my eye so i'm believing i'm next well guess what she was next she got healed there's so many people i mean i can go on and on there was multiple sclerosis healed lady walked in with her cane just full of pain for years and years and years she starts to jump up and down you know, some of my favorite healings are healings in the glory. Oh, in the glory. Describe like, that. Yeah. It's so, it's just beautiful because nobody prays for them. They walk in, but there's an atmosphere that has been cultivated of glory and honor and worship to Jesus. And when people walk in, they tell me, even at the door, it's hard to actually walk in because the heavy, Kabad, the anointing, the glory, the Shekinah is there. And so they they walk in, but it's difficult at times. The power of God to heal is present because the honor of Jesus is there. And the worship Amen. just brings in that glorious realm. Amen. So people are sitting in worship, getting healed, coming forth after, testifying of what God did without even not one person laying hands upon them because God is the healer. Jesus is our healer, you know, and, and, and it, in um, Exodus 15, 26, it says that Jesus, you know, it says that God, our healer, Jehovah Rapha is his name. And so I always tell people, we are to lay our hands upon the sick and see them recover. Mark Amen. 16 tells us that Mark 16, but the healer is Jesus. That's right. I'm not the healer. We are not the healer. God is told us as believing believers that these are the signs that will follow those that believe. So in faith, we know that when I lay my hands upon the sick and I'm, I have faith for it, we should have faith for it. Doubt is a destiny killer. Doubt will destroy faith. It will destroy your ability to walk in confidence. It will destroy gifts. Doubt does. Fear, it's all the same. But when you walk in faith and knowing, just take, just take God at his word. Lay your hands upon the sick. And this is for every believer. It is not just for the fivefold ministers. Every believer, Mark 16, lay your hands upon the sick. They shall recover. You are to cast out demons. If you you know drink anything deadly, the Bible says that if you drink poison, it's not going to hurt you. In other words, you don't do something just haphazardly as to try to test God. But you know that you know that you know that you are protected and, and provided for by, your holy, by, by the Holy Spirit as you walk in obedience to the word of God, as you walk in oneship with him. So we're seeing more and more and more people coming in, in the glory and just being healed because the power of God to heal is present. And I believe it's present because there's honor to mm. him. We wow. honor him. We welcome Holy Spirit. We expect him to come walking in the room. When we sing, we're not singing as a performance. We're singing as a connection to the lover of our soul. Radical laid down lives that just want to say, thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done. Amen. Yeah, it's beautiful. Apostle Kathy, what would you, uh, how would you encourage someone who maybe they know the Lord, but they just, they're un unfamiliar with pressing in and 
you know, deep intimacy and countering what you're talking about, what would you encourage them, like some steps possibly to enter into the glory, enter into intimacy with Jesus and start seeing these things take place, uh, as you'd said, cultivating the atmosphere of heaven? Mm -hmm. You know what, how the Lord taught me years ago was I would literally go into the secret place, which is your place of prayer, free of distractions. I put on worship music, music that ministered to my spirit. And I would take authority over any false spirits. I would take authority. I'd bind up the powers of hell in the name of Jesus. You got to bind up those powers. Now, this is when I first started because, you know, I would hear about things that were counterfeits and this might be where some people are and this might be your stumbling block. So I would take authority over anything, any deception in all, all forms of deception, you know, counterfeit, counterfeit spirit, counterfeit giftings, all of it. Bind, take authority, command that to be silenced and shut down and cast out in Jesus's name. And then I would ask, Holy Spirit, I invite you, I invite you to come, to minister to me, to remove any veil. I want everything you have for me. Don't we want everything he has? This is the greatest place to be greedy in this one area, and that is in your relationship with Jesus. Come and expect, come and ask. So come and ask. Let him come by invitation. Say, Spirit of the living God, come, minister to me. Show me the things that you want to show me. I, I want to walk with you. I want The Bible says that draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So we do this by literally stopping everything you're doing, make room for him. Um, and, and like I said, invite the Holy Spirit. And then I laid there and I would just ask the Holy Spirit to come. And then I'd just worship him. I would just worship him. And you know, things started to change. My heart started to change. My eye, like vision started to happen. I would start seeing, I would start hearing. He started to open up my ability to even exercise my, the, the different senses, you know, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, smelling. I mean, you know, you can smell the presence of God, the aroma, the fragrance of God, you know, and this is all biblical. It's how Jesus walked and taught his disciples to actually follow after him. We follow after who he is and he is God almighty all by himself. And there are so many things that he wants to give to the body of Christ. So many things, but he wants your relationship first and foremost. And as you start to cultivate that by making, spending time in the secret place, a priority. Then you open up your Bible. You open up the word of God and you say, Lord, speak to me through your word. Your word is living. It is alive. It's powerful. It's active. And as you do that, you will see it's like literal, like revelation coming off the page because the word is alive, transforms you. There is hope in Christ. There is faith in Christ. A believer that truly, truly is grounded on the word of God, grounded on the presence of God, you will never go wrong. Life is full of adventures with him. It is full of adventures. Wow. Thank you so very much. Apostle Kathy, can you lead us to encounter God right where we are, whether people are listening in or viewing this, lead us to an encounter. Yes. Oh, we thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. Ah, but we look up to you right now, Father, and I just pray and I'm asking on behalf of all those that will be listening, Father, and that want a closer walk with you but don't know how to get there. Father, right now, may your divine power start to flow 
Lord, may your creative healing right now start to flow down upon each and every vessel. Lord, would you speak love and truth and the life of Christ upon them, Lord God, that you would draw them into that walk with you, that oneship, that they would be intertwined with the Holy One, Father God, that you would satisfy them, O God, that the kisses from heaven, Lord God, would start to flow, that they would recognize their one true love, which is the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, I thank you right now, eyes to see wherever there was fear, I command fear to go right now. Wherever there was doubt, I command that to go in the name of Jesus. But that they would see you, Lord, in the word, Lord God, that they would see you as the spirit of the living God directs them, that they would walk in this new anointing, this anointing of oneship. They cannot go go wrong when they walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, who are we? but lovesick lovers of Jesus because of everything that you have done because of the blood of Jesus right now, we stand, we have our way because you have forgiven us of our sins, Lord God. And now Lord, you've said, come into this walk, Lord, beyond and behind the veil. So I decree over them right now that encounters even beyond the veil encounters start to become the norm. I decree that and prophesy that over you right now, that that which you have desired so much, you've desired a close walk with Jesus, but you haven't known how to get there. And you've heard of people misusing the gifts. Well, that happens. People do, but look to Jesus because he is the author and the perfecter of your faith. Instead of shortchanging yourself because of the few that do mishandle the truth of God's word, instead focus on the true, the giver of life. Focus on the fact that Jesus wants to give you bread. When you ask for bread, he does not give you a stone. So trust in the spirit of the living God. He is trustworthy. He wants to draw you in, touch your body, heal your mind and set you free right now. Let the healing anointing touch you. Let the power of the Holy Ghost start to fall afresh upon you. Let there be a renewed fresh hope within you right now as you say yes to this anointing, to this gift of God upon your life right now. The Bible is very, very clear. You shall receive the power of the Holy Spirit as he comes upon you. So ask right now, say, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Fall afresh upon me. The Bible says not by power, not by might, but by my Holy Spirit. By his Holy Spirit, he's falling afresh upon you right now. The Bible says to be continually being being filled. This is not a one-time filling. It is a continual filling. As you walk in this continual filling, you will see that your life will be transformed because the lover of your soul. He wants you to walk in power and in love, anointed to give him all glory and all honor. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. We glorify you, King of kings and Lord of lords. To God be the glory, great things that he has done. I praise you. Thank you. Apostle Kathy, when you first started praying, in the spirit I saw like fiery oil being poured out, and it was upon my head. And I believe that other people viewing and listening to this will see and experience the fiery anointing oil upon their bodies, upon their spirits in Jesus' name. 
Jesus name. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Apostle Kathy, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information? They can go to the website, just kathycopola.org. Simple. Thank you. I have a church website too, houseofglorychurch.org. Awesome. So that's kathycopola.org. I have that on this live stream at this moment. Uh, Apostle Kathy is also on the Charisma Podcast Network where you can find this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit. So subscribe to both. Subscribe to both. Listen in. As a fellow podcaster, I listen to podcasts at one and a half and two times speed. So please subscribe and share this episode of Adventures in the Spirit. Text it, tweet it, post it, everything. Apostle Kathy, thank you so very much for being my special guest. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit we hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into jesus and launches you into your own adventure you can stay up to date with fireborn ministries by going to our website firebornministries.com and like us on facebook and may you have your own adventures in the spirit